Want the reward? Do the damn work. Challenge yourself. Inspire change. Choice, not luck. What's happening, everybody? Todd Crandall from Ignite Euphoria, another podcast coming. Or as we're starting to call these things, rants, I guess, because that's literally what I'm doing. Um, It's interesting, we were talking about having these on video, and I'm like, I can't do them on video. I just talk, let it flow, have a couple of ideas. I want to talk about some things. I'm sure it'll just lead to a bunch of other stuff. So I'm probably going to ask some questions during this for you guys to ponder, First question I'm going to ask you is, why are you even listening to this right now? And I am generally interested in that. Why are you coming to Ignite Euphoria? What is it you think that I'm going to talk about that is going to be worth your time? Because we all know our time is valuable, right? So that's question one to start pondering. So here's the first topic I want to talk about today. The benefits of being positive, what is that like? How does it affect you? How does it impact others? What does it do? What does it do for society? Right? Are you the type of person when you wake up in the morning? What's your mindset? Is it positive and enthusiastic and excited and ready to take on the day? Or do you wake up, you know, unfortunately, maybe depressed, angry, unmotivated, and then start to ask yourself why. We did this in the Racing for Recovery educational group that I'm fortunate enough to run uh, Monday through Thursday from 9 to 11 with the people that are coming here for help. And I asked them, I said, okay, when you go home tonight, here's your homework. When you wake up tomorrow morning, remember the first thought you had and why it came to be. So what do I mean by that? Well, If you are up all night because you've had too much caffeine, if you're going through a tumultuous time of, you know, a relationship or you're scrolling Facebook and feeding into all the drama that's on social media, you're probably not going to get a good night's sleep, right? So which leads to you're going to wake up that next morning not feeling well, right? I mean, that's just common sense. So then people are tired, they wake up, they're having a Coke or some caffeinated thing to get their day started, to go to a job that they don't like, to achieve somebody else's goals. That really doesn't sound like a a positive mindset. However, if you go to bed knowing you exercise for the day, you ate well, and what what do I mean by eating well? Well, if you're listening to this, you know how I eat, and that's plant-based lifestyle. You're not putting dead carcasses in your body because that's not going to make you feel well. So you got a good night's sleep. You didn't sleep with the TV on. You weren't jacked up on caffeine. You're going to wake up the next morning probably not needing an alarm clock. You're going to be ready to roll. And that day is going to be, as they say, a kick-ass day. And when you are living a balanced, holistic lifestyle full of positivity, full of health and wellness, you're more likely to surround yourself that want to become what you currently are fortunate enough to live by or they're already doing it 
And that energy just feeds off of each other, which leads to motivation for other people to come get what you are fortunate enough to have, right? So that positivity just puts goodness into our minds, bodies, and souls, does wonders for building effective, positive relationships. And again, when you're putting that stuff out to the universe, it's going to come back tenfold. Um, Leading into something else that I wanted to talk about, um, accepting kindness. I, oh my God, the people that have been kind to me over my 54 years of life, I, I can't put into words what their generosity, what their guidance, what their support, sometimes what their financial support has done for me and thus helping racing for recovery. It's, um, Sometimes it moves me to tears to think of what's been done. My grandma, for one. If it wasn't for my grandma, I wouldn't have made it as a human being, let alone doing what I'm fortunate enough to do today. I remember her telling me one time she used to donate to the church. And she said to me when I was struggling with keeping Racing for Recovery alive, she said, Todd, I'm going to donate to you to help you get racing for recovery where I see you so hard to working to get it at. And again, if it wasn't for her um, on many levels, I wouldn't have the life that I have. And certainly the people that have benefited from racing for recovery's kindness wouldn't be where they are today. So with respect to accepting kindness, I can't imagine the people that have done so much for me personally and professionally you know, not taking that with grace and gratitude and just doing my best to improve as a human being and then transferring that to other people. Never in a million years would I condemn somebody's kindness, criticize it, question why they didn't do more. Again, it's just accepting that kindness with grace is the word that comes to mind and then doing our best with it. I think that's why kindness is given. It's not given for any other reason other than to help somebody improve their life and pass it forward to help somebody else, right? Um, How's everybody doing with this COVID stuff? It seems like we're going to be turning the corner, right? I'm hearing for Ohio that we're not going to have to wear masks starting in April, which would be awesome, even though we just got about 1,500 racing for recovery masks. Well, we can use them for bandanas or something like that anyways, right? So um, I'm getting ready to start doing Ironmans. Looking forward to going over to Ironman Russia, which I'm excited to go to that country. Always wanted to go to that country. Actually wanted to go to that country and play hockey when I was a kid. That didn't pan out, but I'm fortunate enough to be going over representing Racing for Recovery at the end of July to do Ironman St. Petersburg. So with respect to that, I know everybody's talking about travel and you can't travel unless you get a vaccine, which I don't want to get scared to death of putting that into my body. I don't want to do it. Um, With all due respect, I don't actually believe in it. And I don't want to take a bunch of criticism about, you know, not being a doctor or whatever. I'm just sharing my opinion on this stuff. And like I said, I'm allowed to because you're coming to this podcast. So I am just going to pose some questions out there. Why are you thinking of getting a vaccine? Why are you not thinking of getting a vaccine and not making it an argumentative battle, but just a sharing of ideas? And I'll I'll tell you why I don't want to get this. Um, 
I got a flu shot years ago, early in my recovery. First time I ever got a flu shot, I got extremely sick. Um, and I thought, well, why am I getting a flu shot that's going to make me sick in hopes to prevent me getting from the flu? I think I'll just continue being my healthiest version that I can to have a healthy immune system and hopefully not get the flu, which I don't think I've ever had since. So that's been my mindset going into, you know, the whole COVID thing. I, I, I didn't get it, or if I had it, I didn't know I had it. And hopefully I've developed some antibodies towards that. But with respect to the vaccine, um, you know, obviously if, if getting the vaccine, I guess how I'm looking at that, if it's going to protect other people, if I had it, good, because I certainly would not want to cause somebody to get sick if I had the virus. But from a personal standpoint of health and wellness, I don't necessarily view getting a vaccine as health and wellness. I look at my lifestyle that I lead as health and wellness, which will prevent me from getting COVID and or needing a vaccine for that. God, I can just hear people complaining already with what I'm saying. Um, and today I was uh, swimming and the lifeguard came up to me, which is a friend of mine. He's an older gentleman, which I can understand why the elderly are getting the vaccines. He came up and said that he wasn't sure he was going to make it into the pool today to lifeguard us because he had a second shot and is extremely sick from it. And another person that was swimming just talked about their friend that had their second shot and they're extremely sick from it. And then after the swim, I went to my chiropractor who was awesome, Dr. Jessica Lockhart. And we were talking about the vaccine and she was giving her feedback on hearing some stories from people that have had it and how they've gotten sick. And it's kind of reminding me of what I did with the flu shot. So I guess what I'm talking about here is I, I feel almost stifled or being forced to get a vaccine that I don't want to get that just simply is going to enable me to participate in the lifestyle of health and wellness with respect to doing Ironmans that I've been doing since 99 that has kept me well. So I'm, I'm battling that a little bit. Um, truth be told, if Ironman Russia says you can't do this race unless you have a vaccine, I'll most likely get the vaccine. But I would like to do whatever I can to avoid getting a vaccine unless it is absolutely necessary because I feel like I'm not honoring what I believe in. And I'm entitled to believe that way. So just some thoughts on vaccines, why you're doing them, why you're not doing them. Again, it's not a criticism of anybody who is doing it or not doing it. It's none of that. If uh, It's a personal choice, right? We have choices to make every day about that. So I'm curious as to what you think about being for the vaccine or not getting it. Um, what else can I put on here today? Let's talk about choosing love right? Difficult word even for me to say, even though it's tattooed on, uh, on my wrist and Racing for Recovery have t-shirts that say choose love. And I think it's even in our third book, Choices and Consequences, we're talking about choosing love. So what does love mean to you, right? Many different definitions of what that word is. How do you describe it? What's the feeling behind it? To me, it kind of goes into the whole kindness thing when you know, somebody is kind enough to 
maybe offer me some guidance on how I can improve as a human being. That's a definition of love to me. Um, you have the love for your kids. I definitely know I have the love of, um, you know, my parents, my family, my pig, Milo. I hope he's listening to this podcast as well. Milo, if you're out there, how you doing, buddy? I love you. Um, I wonder if anybody's going to laugh at that. Seriously, right? That's kind of funny. Sorry, there's some people listening to me right now um, in the office as I record this. But again, that choosing love, it's something um, I've really been working on. I had a hard time even saying that word. I don't even think I really could say that word until I was about 50. Um, my definition of what love was, I think, was was a bit skewed. Um, a lot of that was based on my internal battles of actually liking myself and not despising who I am. So that word love is something I work on daily of accepting it for myself and then doing my best to give that to other people. I had a friend of mine recently that gave me a book that talked about, you know, what are, what are my desires? And I did a post on Facebook about this the other day. And that really was a powerful thing for me. When we're talking about choosing love, I thought, well, these desires, I can choose to make them happen. And one of them on there was, you know, choosing self-love, creating self-love, associating with like-minded, caring, loving people. God, what a vibe that is, right? You're, you're around people that are just loving, generous, funny, kind people. What a vibe that is, right? Um, as opposed to gossip, um, slander, negativity, it's just, it gets sucked into that vortex of, of negative thoughts and actions. And I would much rather embrace the beauty of love. I've never seen love fail. Um, I've constantly seen negativity and, um, God, the words I used before, abuse and slander and all those things, gossip, especially, geez, that just crushes people crushes people beyond what I think the people who are participating in that have any idea. Uh, can you imagine gossiping about somebody or saying untrue, hurtful things about them? What would, what would you feel like if that person ended their life, knowing that what you said played a role in that? So ponder that for a second as we again shift back to the benefits of love. You know, you have somebody who's battling suicidal thoughts, low self-esteem, and you send them a positive message of, hey, I believe in you, or hey, I'm glad you're around, or anything like that, that potentially can save somebody's life. How cool is that? And think of the differences between those two things, right? So feeling love, accepting love for yourself, knowing that you are of value, it's a pretty cool thing, right? And then taking that and giving it back on a daily basis is what I think for all you godly people out there, I think that's what God wants us to do, right? I don't think God wants us to hurt. I think God wants us to understand why we're hurting, get some help to understand that hurt, cope with it effectively, and turn it into a lifestyle of health and wellness and kindness to all. And when I say kindness to all, I'm talking about animals as well. Not eating them, loving them, loving all animals, not just certain animals like people. We don't love just certain people. We want to love the human race, right? Regardless of what your 
sexual orientation is, your religious background is, the color of your skin or how many piercings you have or how many tattoos you have or what kind of pants you wear or what color your shirt is. It's like, who cares? What's inside of that person? How do we honor that person's goodness that's from within? And how do we help them overcome the hurts that they are most likely going through that you probably have no idea because you can't see those hurts, right? So I think that's uh, about it that I wanted to really cover on this podcast slash rant. Um, I hope everybody is well. Um, Take care of yourselves by exercising right, eating right. When you're on social media, put something positive out there, right? Think of this. If you are on a cell phone posting on social media, your life is not that bad. So put something good out there, right? There are people who are starving right now. There are people who are in a nursing home dying because of COVID that they can't even have their loved ones standing next to them. Um, There are people that are missing limbs. There are people contemplating hurting themselves right now. So if you have the ability to post something on social media and you have an iPhone or whatever device is in your hand, life can't be that bad for you, right? So put some positivity out there and watch what comes back your way. To those that are self-destructing with drugs and alcohol, hey, here's a thought. Give Racing for Recovery a call. 419-824-8462. Or for all of you Motley Crue fans out there, that 8462 actually spells Vince, V-I-N-C. We left off the E. That's Vince Neal, the singer of Motley Crue. So I definitely know people are shaking their heads right now, but who cares? Like I said, again, this is my show. So keep it positive out there. Um, Contact us if you need some help. We are looking to get the Racing for Recovery in-house support group meetings going again in April. I am so looking forward to doing that. I know many people are missing those. Um, Once again, Racing for Recovery started over two decades ago, right? 20 years of service. The first program ever to combine families along with those that are battling substance abuse. Those support group meetings were powerful for everybody who's been affected by addiction and we need to get them going again and open this place up. We're fortunate enough that we've been serving over 150 people that live with us uh, during COVID. I'm very thankful we've been able to do that, but we haven't had the public back in the building. We've done a lot of things aesthetically to make this place look even better than what it did be prior to COVID. Hiring new people to get the kitchen going more on a daily basis, looking at offering some other services coming on. Uh, We now have 19 employees at Racing for Recovery, which is pretty cool. So things are well, constantly looking at how to get better and improve our services. Thankful to do so. I am honored that people have chosen Racing for Recovery for help. I'm grateful to people that I surround myself here staff-wise on a daily basis. They enable me to be a better human being. I'm fortunate enough to be around them, to learn from them, and then we take all of that knowledge and give it back to people who are coming to Racing for Recovery to get some help. So you guys be well. Check out additional episodes of Ignite Euphoria. Go to the Racing for Recovery YouTube page. Again, be kind to everybody. 
love everybody and love yourself as well. Until next time, have a good day. Bye.